Hey guys, welcome to the Life Short Live Free podcast. Uh, when we were recording this episode, towards the end of it, we had a catastrophic failure of our recording device. We lost all the audio, so we ended up having to use the camera audio and uh, just kind of make it work. Um, obviously, the sound quality is not the best, but we didn't want to re-record it because it was such a great episode. So uh, we just made it work, and also the, the end of the episode is cut off. But um, still a great episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. Ladies and gentlemen, and we're off. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freedom lovers and counties, if you happen to be listening, welcome to episode. <laughs> you, if you're listening, <laughs> episode. <laughs> welcome to episode 38 of the Life Short Live Free podcast. Got a nice little podcast lined up for you tonight. I can't even speak. Well, I, you, I, just, I, you just said tonight. Well, I, I thought you were trying to Lined up. No, I just can't talk. Uh, we got. Sam had him on a stroke a little bit. He'll be all right later if we go to the county road. This is not a Saturday night episode. Um, we're going to talk about all our usual segments like we always do. We got a nice little whiskey of the week. And we're gonna unveil. No, we don't. <laughs> we gotta, we're gonna unveil the kilt that I, I lost. A uh, wasn't really a bet. Did you bring it? Yes, I have it sitting right behind me. I'm so excited. It really I, wasn't a weight. It really. Can I put it on and wear it? Yes. After it's unveiled. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I spent good money on that. You guys, be pissed if you didn't. Put so it on. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do that. Then we're gonna talk about the uh, the gun and ammo shortage we got going on, and a little advice to first time gun owners that are just getting in and trying to. Trying to uh, find ammo and supplies and everything for it, and then we're going to um, maybe just uh, talk about a few of the lessons learned from the Kenosha mess that is going on out there in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, and um, yeah, should be a should be a nice little episode. How are you? I'm I'm here with myself, your host Sam. We got Johnson to my left, and the hillbilly uh, get up over there. The that's not a get up. That's how he actually dresses. The, the injured, <laughs> we got the injured toad, uh, fittingly dressed in green, and uh, little brother Box on the other end of the table. How are you guys doing today? Hillbilly, get up. Fuck you. <laughs> and you I wearing, wearing, fittingly oh, dressed in green. I do. I wear a different pair of pants, God forbid, with sus- built in suspenders, and you get mad at me. I didn't say I was mad at you. I just said you guys. I'd make funny if you had to say if the suspenders weren't built in, too. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I, still look like I just can't wear. I got seven fractures in my rib cage, and he makes fun of me for it. Fucking dick. What? Well, well yeah. Don't hurt yourself all, all the time. You're the most. It's, not my, it's not my fault that I attract this. You're the most accident-prone person that I know. By if it was your first time breaking bones, you'd be like, "Oh, tell him that sucks, man." Now we're just like, we're, we're, we're coming up on a hundred. <laughs> Actually, it's right around the forty mark at least. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. the fortieth incident, not the fortieth bone. No, it's the forty bone. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like forty or forty-one. Yeah. Like, I'm not even kidding. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> Just yeah. rub some. Don't you think, like, hey, hey, maybe I should, like, you know, take it easier? You know, <laughs> doesn't that cross your mind ever? What the fuck's the point of an easy life? Yeah, your life is pretty awesome right now. You can't even bend over. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, she had to have Johnson air up his tire. <laughs> hey, Andrew, can you fill up my tire? <laughs> I, I can't bend it. over. I could have done it. It just would hurt. <laughs> so, yeah. I, just, I just want you to know that uh, 
I think the child <laughs> will be feverishly masturbating when you put the kilt on because he has seems a little bit made a lot of comments. A lot of comments about how excited he is. I think he just wants kill. to see what Sam looks like in it, so he can buy one for himself. I think he just wants to look up, personally. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, <laughs> I, guess if, uh, I don't judge. I don't judge. Well, we're really I do. right on track. No, right, right out of the gate. Like, it's like herding cats. It's freaking <laughs> impossible. So yesterday we had a... Have you ever heard of cats with 12 gauge? It's pretty easy. Uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like that would make it much more simple. So yesterday we had the uh, Chad Gerber Memorial Golf Tournament. That's an 18 hole golf tournament. And it's actually a uh, it's a four-person best ball. And this year they changed it to eight-inch cups, which you think would be, like, extremely easy, you know. But our greenskeeper is a dick. Um, so he put the... He's in, also a good every, every one of the pins, was, except on four, was in the worst possible spot. And, like, every, if you put it and you missed, you were off the green. You were back in the rough. Mm-hmm. It was just... And they were super fast yesterday because it was so hot. Oh, man, it was, uh, it was a doozy. We only finished with one under, but... Um, I think I talked about the Groper gun um, last episode, or maybe the one before, but like I said, always do that. Um, that went really well. I was pleased with how that went. Um, Ballistic Imagery, who this podcast is sponsored by, had a photo there. That went really well, too. That went five from 550. That was a pretty awesome photo, too. I got a lot of people talking about that. Yeah, that was that was a super good. Did didn't they, did they offer to have you talk about it before? Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have I didn't have anything to say about it. Uh, uh, I wasn't able to come on. I mean, I'm socially retarded anyway, so I'm gonna be able to walk up in front of 80 people and just come up with something yeah, awesome on the so, spot. Like, so this so I've been like, this uh, is the picture that I took, uh, and uh, I hope you guys like it. Thanks. Right. Socially retarded. Well, and that's like, I don't know. That's you know, the photo was, it was so fitting for the situation for that, you know, for that benefit and everything. It just, it worked out perfect. And it was, a, it was a really cool thing to, to put up to be auctioned off. Mm-hmm. It was, so if you haven't seen it, go check it out on Ballistic Imagery um, on Facebook. He's got it up there. And it was uh, yeah. a pretty sweet photo, definitely. It was. The, the one thing that I, like, that really caught my eye with that photo was the the lighting you had on the flag. And that was like the biggest thing for me that mm-hmm. was like, you know, because everything was kind of shadowed and you could see the subject in the front, but then the lighting you had on the flag, it just made it, it just really made that whole photo pop. It, it made it yeah, work all the time. Was stand out. I, was, I was extremely surprised to see anal beads in the photo, but... You know, I it worked. It's my signature. What can I say? <laughs> this is a little Easter egg. It's one everybody. You know, kind of like where's Waldo? You really gotta look for it. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> it wasn't rocks that he was standing by. A pile of England. Not the one we used, but we sure are. Yeah. A lot of them were really muddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was. uh you know, else was dry out there. I don't know. <laughs> I was on, uh, I seen an ad on Facebook the other day. It was for Shields, and it was, they didn't say what the product was. It was just a link to one of their products uh, in an ad there, and it didn't say what it was or anything, but it looked 
exactly like anal beads. And, and every single, there was like a hundred comments on this thing. Like, what is going on here? Are you guys, what, what the, and I still don't know what the hell it was. I think it was supposed to be like, a, I think I saw the same thing. I think it was supposed to be like a chew toy for a dog or something like that. I can that. see that. And that would make more sense. I guess. You know those. It's multi-purpose. It's a pull starter cord for your dishwasher. Do you know those? Um, <laughs> it's like a nilla bone, but it's got the balls on each end, so you can go to throw it for your dog. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I read a deal on Facebook one time. Uh, this guy came home and his wife had like three of them laid out on a table, and he thought they were sex toys. <laughs> and he walks into his wife and he's like, "So, what are these?" She's like. They're dog chew toys, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. He's like, I'm playing he's like oh. Has the dog chewed on him yet is the most important. <laughs> now we're still getting hey, it. I feel like the option is still on the table. So why don't we uh, why don't we move right along to the whiskey of the week? I'm kind of excited to, to get to wearing this kill. Should we do the, the kill? Oh, jeez. I think we should do the whiskey before the kill. All right. Let's, let's get to uh, this. Johnson, why don't you tell us about the whiskey? So, but if you would play the uh, the sound clip, whiskey of the week. This week is Tin Cup, and it's an American whiskey. Um, that's horrible. It's I've had it before. It's not like. Am I the only one here that hasn't had this? Probably. No, yes. I, I don't. I don't believe it. I, this is a possibility. I don't recall it. Um. So it's it's. <laughs> I think it's made in Colorado. You're not going to lie. The label just screams dog shit. So, Tin Cup Whiskey is one of two great American whiskeys, each aged in number three charred oak barrels. High rye bourbon distilled and aged in Indiana is blended with a small amount of Colorado single malt whiskey. These these whiskeys are then cut with Rocky Mountain Named for the Colorado mining pioneers and the tin cups from which they drank their whiskey. So that's what this is named for is the tin cups that the miners drank their whiskey out of. Um, oh, I'll bet the, the miners drank nothing but spiders. So right. Right. So there's a reason these the reason actually. Rock <laughs> yeah. So these actually, like, if you get a new bottle of tin cup, they come with like a little stainless. Shot glass on the top. Um, that is at my house because I already started drinking this. But it's not fantastic. Well, hey, don't don't ruin it for me. Don't ruin it for me. Let me let me let me check it out. I would I would say yes. It's this is going to be cheating having glass having ice in the glass. But it's not going to be good enough to go on the phone. But it's still it's still not going to be. Yeah, technically, what we should do from now on is sample the whiskey and then put ice. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how we did the first. But uh, since we know it's already awful, it's not. I don't. I don't think that it's awful. I wouldn't say that it's awful. I would put it right in the. Right in the middle, like it's right in the meat and potatoes of all the whiskeys that I like. Mm-hmm. Meat and potatoes. I do too. Big fan of meat and potatoes, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. It's definitely not gonna knock up any. Mm-hmm. Oh come on, come on. There's no chill. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Didn't I have to do that with my phone the last time? Yeah, yeah that did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a screw top. Time. It was a screw top. We should learn like proper whiskey tasting uh, <laughs> etiquette. We would have to get proper glasses for that. Hey, these are, 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 are highball glasses. 
Well, I know, but they're not like an I mean, official whiskey tasting glass. They have like a weird opera yeah. bigger bottom. Oh, that smells like my broken ribs are going to burn even more separate. I didn't hear you know. Oh, that'll wait until he takes a drink. I, um, you guys haven't figured out by now since this is what, episode 38? Yeah, we like whiskey all that much. Yeah. Very few that I enjoy. You're on the the, and they're all Irish whiskey. Irish. It doesn't yeah, smell. Well, Irish like, or Scotch. It tastes. Yeah. It's not bad. You know what's funny? On ice, it's not bad. Right. Like I said, it's it's gonna be right in the middle. Um, I don't I don't expect it to take over any podium spots, but I think that gets the number one spot. It's definitely better than ten high. You know. Oh, that goes without saying. But uh, pretty much yeah. anything goes. Three out of four. What drinking then? Yeah. Three. Oh, now you're rating out of four instead of five. You're really, your your rating system is also up, <laughs> bud. The last, the last time I had which it, one of these Yahoo's thought one out of five is better than five out of five? I think Johnson. <laughs> well, yeah, one out of five. It's it's number one. No. If you give it a one rating, no, it's number I, one. I changed my mind. It's terrible. I don't think it's that bad. It might be because they just had that cocoa or that coffee beer or whatever yeah. before. Uh, it's, 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 it's pretty smooth. I mean, at least on ice. On ice, yeah. Yeah. I got no issues with it. I'm no. sure if I took a shot, I'd probably want to throw it up, but that's yeah. what my experience pretty much was. Yeah. Oh, Don, what's Don been drinking lately? It's like Southern Tougher and Amaretto or some shit. A shot of that. Yeah, they what call it. What do they call it? A f you or a. Either way, it's nasty. You know? uh, ass kicker. I think it's nasty. Yeah, or something. New, gross. New, thank you. Mm mm mm. Every time I think of Amaretto, I think of that episode of that 70s show where Fess found a bottle of it in the cabin. He sniffs it and he like tastes it. Ooh, liquid candy. And he <laughs> drinks like stole the whole fucking bottle. <laughs> well, um while so we're, we're moving on. While we're actually while we're while we're still sampling this whiskey, why don't you know? On veil. I'm kind of excited well, to see that. There might be some listeners out there that are unfamiliar. Uh if you haven't listened to our other Segments uh, called Gears and Beers that we do on another Wednesday night. Here's Somehow, I don't remember how we got on the topic that we should have Sam wear a kilt or something. I think like Miles that. suggested. I'm not sure how we got on the topic. You know, that, 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 wouldn't, that wouldn't surprise me. Right. Miles suggested this end game all the time. <laughs> all right. We told everyone that if we got 20 shares on that on that viewing, then we'd do a photo shoot with with Sam in a kilt. And sure enough. I may have drug out the podcast just a little bit long so we can get those 20 shares, but we got the 20 shares. I'm fairly certain that James just shared it like six times. Probably. Yeah. I'm actually, I remember that because we were like creating fake oh, accounts. Oh, no, we only got like 12 shares. You got to get some more. Do you want to see Sam in a kill? Yeah, and it went from like 12 to 28 and like 45. And seconds. everybody wants to see Sam in a kill. So, time, not little, everyone. A little bit of time passed. And I got the feeling that Sam would just keep forgetting to order himself a kilt. So I took it upon myself to seek out and buy Sam a kilt. And you know, and that's already you not sizes, right? I mean, I, it, honestly, it's probably too small for him. Oh, super. <laughs> I can wear a fucking miniskirt. Uh, <laughs> at first, I mean, you could, it was because they're handmade. And it kept asking you, it asked you how long you wanted to make it. I was like, oh, I'm going to make it like 17 inches long. So you're supposed to wear them up to like your belly button. So it'd be like, 
halfway down your thighs. <laughs> so I was like, no, then he won't actually wear it. What's Sam wearing under his kilt? Those are his balls. <laughs> so I, I actually tried to get you something that you might actually wear. So we're gonna we're gonna unveil that right now. Sam hasn't seen that. These guys haven't seen it yet. I'm the only one that's seen it. I'm that. super it's excited. Gonna, it's gonna be excited. It's gonna be like a tartan tattoo with a kilt with a bunch of pockets. Alright, let's, let's see this thing. Let's see this thing. And I can feel a walk in. Oh, oh my, my god. god! That is American as f. That is awesome. Oh, I Dude, love it's it. Super bright. Alright. Blues, stars, and stripes, and everything. Oh my god. It's Isn't that incredible. fantastic? It is incredible. It's like heavy material. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's like. That thing is like. Oh my god. It's that's like heavy nylon. nylon. Oh, yeah, god. that's badass. Well, I guess I'll be wearing this bad boy at the end. Uh, put it on right now. Put it on. All right, you guys, the whole port down. Got, oh, yeah. Dude, that is incredible. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. It took me a while to find one. I mean, Did you find it, like, on the Etsy or something? So do no, I got to wear it correctly and, you know, with the whole commando? I don't or give a shit. What do you do? I just no, want to. No, please, please wear boxes under it. Yeah, you probably stinks a little well, bit. Well, I'm behind the camera, so I'm just going to change right here. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's not that easy. The place I ordered this from, the invoice that they sent me was numbered 66. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. yeah. And after I ordered it. You know, I'm really kind of surprised that they've sold that many. Well, I suppose they don't only do that pattern of kilts. Oh, no. They have, they have all kinds of custom-made kilts. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a whole lot. But I didn't know this when I first bought it. I thought it was. Ooh. Oh, wow. It comes all the way undone. I thought oh, look at that. I thought it was an American-based company. I tried finding one that was, you know. I was led to believe that it was, but then I got tracking information from it, and apparently it came from Pakistan. <laughs> you know, yeah. Pakistan? I was pretty upset about that. It looks like it's gonna be pretty tight on over there, Sam. I don't you got, you're supposed to wear it at There you go. Button, I think. <laughs> We're gonna have to do some modifications. What what I was thinking when I first got this. He's gonna look like Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sam, you're gonna have to hike it up higher. I think you've got it on backwards, but this foot's supposed to be behind you. Well, it's not. It's not working. It's too. I can't get the fucker on. Well, it has, no, it has belt loops on it. You can wear a belt. They emailed me about which side the about the proper. Yeah, because they're like, is it for a male or a female? No, you gotta have the. They say uh. Cloak, the kilt is supposed to be closed on the right side for men. Well, either way, it's too. So 32 are not even close. I wore a 32 pant. Well, it's I ordered 32. It ain't even close. <laughs> it ain't even close. I, I, thought, I thought it might be sized a little small. Because I, We're going to have to do man. some modifications. But wear a belt with a damn thing. Suck it in, man. You need one of those suck things. It in, you, what are those things that suck your uh, torso in? Uh, you can't. I can't suck. It's 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 way too. <laughs> it's, it's, We're gonna have. Well, now it's way too big. Yeah, but it's better than being too small because I can't put the damn thing on if it's too small. Let's suck it in. Come on, you can do it. No, no, dude. I tried. I tried like lifting it up to his titties and getting. <laughs> uh, maybe do you guys know any seamstresses that we could have scratch it out? Yeah, my mom can fix it. For sure. Perfect. For sure. Yeah, that pretty really excited. Well, is this yeah, thing supposed to sit down? Get up there in the corner and maybe. Sh- is this thing supposed to be in the front? No, on your right. The seat is supposed to be on your right side. It's supposed to be closed on the right side. Yeah. Like this? Nope. It's supposed to be closed on the right side. You got it right. Yeah. All right. Just like that. 
What do you that think? That looks so good. You can't see any. That is. It. I mean, you don't look as girly as I thought you would. You can kind of see it, yeah. It's, Where's the, uh... That's pretty fucking American. I'm not gonna... I told you it was American. <laughs> bring, bring a doodle spin so you can at least get the stars on the on the camera. Look at that. Jeez. Yeah. You, should, you should totally wear that to the last night of the goal. I tried to get him to wear it for the time. I think you should wear it every day. Why one. didn't you try it on, Box? So you know that it was. A, you know, it was, Box, I was there pattern than me. I, didn't I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say that it would probably fit Box. Yeah, it might. Yeah, we're gonna have to do some serious modifications to this bad boy. Oh, that's all right. I'm pretty sure my mom can handle it. I think we're getting some yeah. pretty awesome pictures with that, well, especially when Sam has nothing but mustache on his face. Yeah. So mid September, mid September, I'm on the phone. That's a couple weeks. I'll probably, I'll probably, what my mom will probably do is probably get you like some elastic, uh, and what we could do buttons. So you'll have like a button from here with a piece of elastic and a button here. Why don't we just put new bu- two new buttons right here? Like just well, like we could do that as well. That, that just snaps right there. And then yeah, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Oh so yeah, easily, easily fixable, folks. Easily, easily fixable. Fixable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just, yeah, button that fucking thing. I don't want to see it fall mm-hmm. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, How's the airflow, Sam? Is it comfortable? Tell us about your first. You know, I've never, I've never worn a skirt before. Um, that's a how lie. About, how about <laughs> a lie? How about a kilt? <laughs> it's it's not. It's very freeing. I guess it's it's. There's a lot of airflow in there. Yeah, take your fucking skivvies off mm-hmm. and tell me how freeing it is. Well, I think you guys are probably glad I didn't take the skivvies yeah. off because the I'm very happy. Don't fit. <laughs> I'm very happy. I'm just saying. I think to reenact that scene from Braveheart, we might have had to shoot you. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, if you guys don't know Sam, he wears swimming trunks pretty much all the time. They're board yeah. shorts, box. Get it right. Yeah. I yeah. told it. He didn't believe me, but I told him that I could foresee this kill. Taking over his trunks for lounging around the house, you know, working out in the office, just because they're so comfortable. Is it comfortable, Sam? Well, I can't really tell. I mean, yeah, it's nice, but I'm gonna have to get it fitted correctly before I can really. Yeah, that's true. Before yeah. I can really make it. But I, 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 do think you're right, though. Like he's because, not gonna admit it, but he's gonna. We're gonna come over unannounced one time. He's gonna be sitting there on the couch with nothing but the kilt on. Yeah, and like now. through the summer months, he always, he always has board shorts on. Always, and. He's going to grow to love them. I think he will. Here in a couple years, he's going to own nothing but kilts. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to own four different Next kilts. Next time I go to Scotland, I'll bring you back around that. What if it, like, do they, what's like the traditional kilt fabric? Is it like a waxed canvas? I couldn't tell you. like a, it was actually wool at one point. Yeah. Think, but it's, it's like tartan colored, you know. I mean, if you wore yeah. that in Scotland, they'd probably beat you to death with one of those gigantic clothes they throw around. Yeah, well, I'd f***ing strangle them with my American flag and be like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you even got a nice, like, handy-dandy cargo pocket on it. You yeah, know? Okay. I can fit, I can fit cookies or... AR magazines. <laughs> pizza, whatever you want in there. I can fit two pounds of bacon in this. I bet I can fit three fully, three or four AR mags in that bad boy. Or yeah. maybe a small handgun. That could be your new range outfit. Now. There you go. Small hand you don't even need a battle belt. That's like fucking kill. USPSA fucking <laughs> regulation <laughs> kilt. Oh yeah, I'll rock this regulation <laughs> kilt. Excuse me, sir, is that kilt regulation? <laughs> I'll whip this bad boy out at the uh, in our uh, get together here. And, uh, that's coming up in less than a month now, fellas. Yeah, is it, I have been. Is it September first yet? <clears throat> no, it's the thirty first today. 
Today's the 30th. Tomorrow's the 30th. I have been working feverishly to get the grounds prepared. I'm, I don't want to fall behind and like everybody show up and be like, wow, your guard looks shit. Andrew. So, yeah. The the range, uh, well, the biggest thing is we haven't shot in quite a while. We haven't yeah. used the range in a while. And it's been so goddamn dry, I haven't needed to mow my yard in, you know, two I, or three months. I don't remember the last time I mowed my Right. So I had all these weeds. I had like a few button weeds and a shitload of milkweeds and some thistles that were growing up, you know, a foot and a half, two foot tall. And I just had them pop it up randomly throughout the yard, and I was like, eh, weeds, who cares? Boy, I even put a brand new set of blades on the old mower, and it was like every freaking weed I still had to, like, stop and back <laughs> up and, like, get to the end of the weed. You know, you had to, like, go yeah. for it, knock it over, and get to the end of the weed, and then, like, back up while you were chopping the whole... It yeah. was... And so, like, the normal yard, it wasn't that bad. I had a few weeds out in the yard. But the range and everything, all that stuff is like nothing but grown grass and weeds, right? Mm -hmm. This shit was three feet tall everywhere. The entire thing was three feet tall. And then I had like milkweeds and water hemp and all kinds of shit that was like five to six feet tall. I'm trying to knock this shit down and mow all this shit down. I mowed for four days. I'm up for four days getting this shit all hacked out. And then I finally, today, I got the string trimmer and the chainsaw out and started hacking a bunch of shit down. But um, I, I've got I've got good spots for people if they want to camp. Um, I know Wade said he was bringing a camper, so I've got a good flat spot for him bringing a camper. Um, but, yeah, it's been, it's been kind of a ordeal making sure I have everything ready for everybody. I'm trying to get a big uh, nice fire pit built so that away from the house so mm -hmm. the kids are sleeping and stuff. People want to be loud and hang out and have a fire and you know, hoot and holler. They can do that without disrupting the kids' sleep. So trying to get trying to get all of that prepared and everything ready for everybody to be there. So that should be a good time. I think we're going to have a good amount of people. Yeah, yeah. So that's and that's not like too many, but not like four people or like oh shit, this is a total. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's and that's why I'm like I'm you know I'm trying to get ahead of the game, trying to get trying to get everything prepared because I want to have I don't I don't want people to be like well this sucks you know there's mm -hmm. nowhere to build a fire there's nowhere to hang out because we you know we want to drink after we shoot and camp out and whatever yeah, so we will have a keg yeah. Sponsor. That's going to be sponsored by Northwest Iowa Firearms, who is also providing machine guns. Yes. Um, yes. Which is going to be awesome. Those are not, you know, you can't partake in both of them. Actually, the same time. The rule is going to be you have, if you're going to shoot the machine gun, you have to go a keg stand just right before you shoot the <laughs> machine gun. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, 15 seconds. Suddenly, I no longer want to come to the meetup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, no. Once um, once the shooting is once the shooting is done and the booze starts falling, we're gonna and I don't the guns Yeah, I don't think we're gonna. I think um we're not gonna allow any alcohol. We're not gonna tap the keg. We're not gonna allow any alcohol while the range is hot. Um, I think we're gonna make sure that the range is cold and everyone's done shooting for the night before 
before we tap the keg and before we allow anybody to to drink it at all. So, um, you know, we do we do want to make sure that safety is uh, a number one priority there. Um, but but I do want to make sure that the grounds are are ready for everybody. And um, I am working on kind of a little fire pit area and kind of a little lounge area, make sure that everybody's comfortable and. You know, if everybody wants to hang out and camp and have tents and hang out around a bonfire and drink and stuff after we're done shooting, I want to have a good place for that. So I'm, I might end up crashing out there, too. But yeah. Yeah. If you guys are unaware of what we're talking about, we're having a, a meetup tonight on the 26th of September. And uh, the details are in our Facebook group. We like short list the Facebook group where the event is posted. And you can RSVP, which we would really appreciate if you RSVP so you know what to expect. We think we're going to have a good amount of people there. It's going to be a good time. So, you know, get in there. And, and for those of you who have RSVP'd, maybe, <coughs> please, please try and figure it out to see if you can truly come or not. Um, because we have, like, 30 people going, 30 people that are maybe, and zero people that are not able to go. So all of those people that have said maybe like either figure please try and figure out if you can make it or not um so we don't expect sit 30 and have 70 show up. right we're trying to we're try, really trying to to make this fun for everyone and we, we want to make sure that we have enough food for everyone you know if we're having to get uh spot of pots and things like that we want to make sure we don't need two spot of pots or you know like we just want to make sure that we have enough amenities for everyone that is that truly wants to attend. Um, so if you are one of those people who who have RSVP'd, maybe please try. Um, you know, within a couple weeks or a, at least a week before the event starts, please try and figure out if you can truly come or not, and and change your RSVP to yes or no. Um, it, it would yeah, definitely yes no. It would definitely help us out. You know, in mm -hmm. in judging what we need as far as food and amenities and things like that. And if you're on the fence, um, we're gonna have a, a little shooting competition. Um, whether that, that'll be kind of a three gun style, well, two gun styling. Yeah. Shotguns and pistols, ARs. Um, there'll be a small buy-in fee, maybe five, ten bucks, and probably pay out to the top one or two, maybe probably two. We pay out to the top two? I think we should pay out the top three. I think we should pay out four. I think it maybe it depends on how many people we actually have. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think I think if we have more than I think if we have eight people, if we can do an eight person if we can do an eight person bracket, I think we'll pay out yeah, the guys, podium, pay out the top three. You guys aren't gonna have to worry about me kicking your ass because my red will have healed enough by then. All right. Actually, mm -hmm. Well shucks. Ah, I was looking so so forward to Competing with you and <laughs> losing, yeah, I know. <laughs> also, we're gonna have after uh, we're gonna have machine guns and possibly a 50 cal if we can figure out how to uh, safely. The, not a 50 cal machine gun. Don't get confused. At no, all. we wish, but no. Right. right. This is a 50 cal ferret, and no, I didn't mispronounce that. It's kind of like Barrett, but it's, it's a, a ferret. ferret. It's, it's a ferret. ferret. So yeah. yeah, and then after that, um, we're gonna have some uh, some chow, um, some fires, tap the keg, have a good time. Yeah, maybe bring a new car out or something. Who knows? Um, maybe yeah. strippers and cocaine. We'll see where the night takes. Maybe I'm trying to get a so I'm I have a semi decent pile of firewood going. 
Um, I'm trying to increase that the size of the firewood pile that I have. So I'm trying to get bring your truck to my house. Oh, I've got plenty of wood there. It just needs cut and split. Um, this is the big thing. Um, so I'm trying to make sure that I have, like I said, it, something, a place where everybody can just hang out afterwards and drink beer, have a fire, and have a good time. So I'm trying to get a, a good fire pit going for everybody. That should, I think I think overall the event is going to be a super good time between the shooting competition and just being able to have everybody out and just kind of dicking around on the range and shooting a little bit and then you know being able to have some good food and have a couple of drinks and just talking with everybody it should be a really good time absolutely should we move on everyone i did i mean we talked about the event i think for the last three episodes <laughs> yeah some people well, probably have a good idea hey you want to know more just go right join our her. facebook group we're excited about it okay I, I understand. Well, I'm talking about it too. I'm not going to lie. It's starting to really hurt to sit here like this. So, move on. <laughs> and if you're concerned about um, ammo, um, as far as the machine guns, they will be available um, to purchase through Northwest, Northwest Iowa Firearms. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, there is a, unless you've been living under a rock, there's an ammo and gun shortage. Yeah. Going on. Since Wait, when? what? No way. It's about, <laughs> the, whole, uh, about the time the corn shortage started. Yeah. The corn shortage? Coin. <laughs> Coin shortage, yeah. Yeah. So you can't find, you can't About find May. ammo. Uh, 9mm, 323, and all the popular ones are gone. Yeah. Um, you know, I think one of the most surprising cartridges that has been super available is 308. Yeah. Yeah. I can find 308 anywhere. Yeah. There was a bomb guards, fleet farm, 308. How about 6.5 Creedmoor? Yeah. I still see it. I guess well, I haven't really. I guess I haven't really looked. I don't think it's as available as three. Remember, I think we had a conversation not yes. that long ago about this exact yes. situation, and I I said three way because it's going to be more available than than six five. Yep. So it's probably smart to be buying the shit out there later. Right yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was I. I remember bringing that topic up about you know three oh eight versus six five and what's going to be more available and things like that and. And I think if it were ten years from now, six five Creek oh, would be different. Yeah, I'll for sure. Wrong. But but you're absolutely right. As of right now, three oh eight is absolutely more available than six five Creek. I have gone to a couple of different Bobgars, uh Fleet Farm and where else? Shields. And they all had three oh eight. And I mean some of them are obviously very high dollar hunting grounds and things like that, but like Fleet Farm had like 10, 12 different brands and you know, different types of ammo, different boxes of ammo mm -hmm. available and multiple boxes of every type. But so it was, generally the, 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 I guess the, the, the biggest thing is right now is the, the normal rounds, 9 mil, 223, yeah, it's gone. impossible. I got people don't call them my my little store. Um, well, I don't I don't sell ammo. I don't sell guns. I, mean, I got people calling me asking if I got some shit. Um, and if if you if you've lived through this shit before, this uh, this happened back in well, this happens every election year. Um, but most notably, it happened back in 2013 um, after the Sandy Hook shooting, and it was you couldn't buy nothing. Shit was was gone. So those of us who lived through that, or those of us 
who are survivors, kind of smart ones, <laughs> have, have stocked up. A I died bit. because I didn't have enough. So I got, you know, I got a fairly good um, nest egg of it in the house. That I, I, I it's actually very small considering compared to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I have enough. Oh no, several, several thousand of each, each caliber. Some people have like fifty thousand. Right. They're like, oh, I'm running out. Right. Yeah. And I got a reloader. Need to buy another 55 gallon drum full of 223. I got my reloader set up and I'm cranking out 100 going around tonight. I really wish I could do that, by the way. Buy a 55 gallon drum full of 223 ammo. That'd be fucking incredible. Somebody wants to sponsor us with a 55 gallon drum of 223. Like, I've. Yeah, I've I've seen it for sale before and it's like, oh my god. Yeah. Just get a chub thinking about being able to afford. (laughs) Can you just imagine somebody showed up with 55 gallon drums full of ammo at your house, like 223 and 9 millimeter, just dropping off drums of ammo? I would, I remember one time when I feverishly masturbate for that at night, (laughs) that night that I got it. I remember one time when the shooting shop was in Kingsley before we located at Anthem. Yeah. And I was over there every day after work. Bob goes, Oh, can you help me unload this pallet? Yeah, what is it? Oh, so and so, a couple of guys I know in town bought Barrett M107s from them, 50 cal rifles. Mm-hmm. They bought 1500 rounds of 50 cal ammo, and I came in on a pallet in these boxes, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I know how much yeah. the gun costs, and I know how much the ammo costs, and I'm just like mind blown that these two guys that I know bought this fucking jet. Yeah. So basically, um, we kind of wanted to touch on things a bit. <clears throat> There's a lot of new gun buyers, right? Tons. Actually, Tons. all the uh, the ammo or the gun sales that have been going on in the last few months are driven by new gun buyers. This is not mm. this is not um, people who are already like, on bunch buying more shit. This is <laughs> yeah, and it's a and funny it's, thing that like it's not like super election. Like this whole thing didn't start from election fear, and like you said you know, existing gun owners buying a shitload more guns. I know that's happened, you know, and, and that is going on, but the shortage as far as, like, guns being out of stock and ammo being just gone and components being gone, that's another thing that's huge, you know, with primers and powder and bullets, components for making ammo is disappearing at a quick right. rate. But... Yeah, it's definitely, like, I think the riots around the country and just the general civil unrest throughout the country is is driving the purchase of a ton of new guns to a ton of new yeah, gun owners. Mm-hmm. So we got all these new gun owners, and everybody wants to get out shooting and do their training and mm-hmm. these things, and they can't because they can't find ammo. So yeah. we kind of wanted to do a little segment. Um, we've lived through this shit before, um, back in, like I said, 13, 14, and, um, some advice for new gun buyers, um, about whether acquiring ammo or, um, training or, um, self-defense laws, um, you know, what is, uh, what's so fun? (laughs) I just caught on to you saying, um, and it's about every other word at this point, Sam, and I can't <laughs> Now the viewers are listening to the game, they argue. So, John, so what's your, um, um, what's, <laughs> oh. what's your, what's your word of advice to a, to whether on any of those subjects the first time, um, gun buyers? 
Well, um, I think um, that <laughs> I'll capitalize on those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that my, if I had to pick one, one piece of advice that I could give to new gun buyers at this point in time is probably buy your carry ammo, buy as much of it as you can afford to purchase, practice with that ammo, and 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 be ready. Just you know, if you're purchasing a new handgun, you know, you're you're worried about rioters coming into your neighborhood and yada yada. Um, and you've got sorry about the um, but you but you've got you purchased this new you purchased this new pistol you it's a nine millimeter you can't find nine millimeter and and a lot of new gun owners don't look for range ammo on one fifteen grain full metal jacket they're not looking for that in bulk anyway but they can't find a fifty round box of it either mm-hmm. even if they're not looking for it in bulk so. Ask or you know, ask an employee of where you're purchasing ammo what you what they think is a good option for uh, self defense ammo or home defense ammo, and do some research online as well. But buy as much of as much of that ammo as you can afford to purchase. Make sure your gun runs with it, and you know, just be prepared to use it. That's the biggest thing is. Getting getting that training and and making yourself prepared. Just buying the gun doesn't automatically make yourself prepared to use that gun. So get the ammo that you can get that you need to get for personal protection or home defense and train with that ammo. I think is yeah, yeah, is advice. probably a is probably a one of the biggest things that you can do right now. I but think number one would be obviously you got to learn firearm safety. Yeah. Yeah. The rules and the gun itself. Don't point your gun at someone, whether it's loaded or unloaded, unless you intend to shoot them. Yes. For some reason, firearm safety is a lot really difficult for some people to grasp. And I don't understand. So figure out what they are, familiarize with, with them. And uh, follow him. Toad's poking me because I was shining my flashlight at Sam right here. <laughs> um, and I think um, <laughs> gun safety top of the list, hundred um, percent. Yeah, that's and that, rules, that's something that like that's not. This isn't. We're not saying this. This isn't like firearm safety. If you're unfamiliar with firearms, it's not like hunter safety course where they're like, oh, we just want you to be safe. No, they, these are yeah. fundamentals that every gun owner needs to know, and they they are the driving force behind all of the, your training and everything that you do right. with your clients. It's not just, yes. oh, these are some guidelines. This is how you be safe. Yeah, no, there's like, everything you do with it. And that's, and that's another thing is, like, even if you're on the internet, you can look at memes based on firearm safety. You know what I mean? Like, you want to talk about trigger discipline. Don't put your finger on the trigger or in the trigger guard of any firearm that you own until you're ready to fire. Like, there are memes all, all over the internet just based on trigger discipline. 
So if you don't think that the fire, like the basic four rules of firearm safety are an important thing, you're way off base. You need to reevaluate the whole situation. So yeah. And the other thing is um, learn from learn from this shortage because you know back in thirteen we thought shit this ain't ever gonna come back. God, I'm gonna be stuck without ammo. And, and sure as shit, it came back and we called them the salad days. You know the last six years, shit was so available you can go in and buy shit. Unbelievable. Just just great. So those of us you know that paid attention, stocked up a little bit. You know, I don't have a huge, huge stockpile, but it's enough that I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just ride it through, get the ammo when you can, and know that shit's going to come back eventually. And when it does, stock up. Yeah. So something uh, just it's along the same lines of this that I've been thinking of lately is, what about the people that aren't gun owners, don't intend to be gun owners or anything like that? Say in November... Shit just goes over the edge. Things collapse. I'm not just saying like the economy or anything. Say civil war breaks out or something. Say there's only a couple of months. We only have a couple of months before things blow up and shit gets really violent everywhere. Yeah. What should people that are unfamiliar, completely unfamiliar with the world of self-defense and violence and guns and stuff like that, what is what should they do? Um, find a friend that has a gun and ask them for help. Well, yes. Try to absorb as much knowledge as you can in that short amount of time. You know, you need to learn. It's hard to say because, you know, gun safety isn't something that's just learned overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes it takes repetitions and practice and, you know, constant vigilance to be safe with firearms. Um, wow. But Yes and no. I mean, there's four rules that are pretty basic. You follow those four rules, right. so that's really basic. Yeah, but it's pretty it. easy for new gun owners to, to not, not even, know that, not even yeah. know that their finger's on the trigger or something like that. Right. Or to be, or to be like, hey, something's wrong with this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and just flag people. But, yeah, that's super tough to even think about. Like, I think... In this day and age, I mean, the way things are looking, and if, say, I mean, nobody knows which way things are going to swing. Right. But if they do swing to the absolute worst, I think you should figure out how to survive, how to avoid everything. I mean, that's the number one rule. That should be, if you want to survive, that should be your mission. Avoid avoid any human contact that you can't. Insert yourself into these violent situations. Don't be like, oh, there's a protest here. I'm going to go and, and look from 100 yards away. That's a safe distance. No, it's a stupid idea. Stay Don't home. Stay away from these violent yeah. situations and just keep yourself out of it. Yeah, and that's and that's something that's to me should be implemented now. Not just oh, absolutely. Yeah. Not just when shit gets real bad. No, I think that should happen. Shit's now. already real people bad. are yeah worse. I mean, just these, uh, I don't know, and I don't want to get into politicizing and doing things like that. It's just, yeah, stay, avoid confrontation, you know, protect yourself and your property and your loved ones. That is it. You are not trying to be a hero. Don't get yourself in situation. Don't, the, the biggest thing I think is to not put yourself in that situation where you would Absolutely. need to defend yourself. On the you same know? side of that, though, 
there's people that are being put in that situation with no fault of their own. Like Absolutely. That couple of that restaurant that got surrounded by Absolutely. all people raise your fist in the air. You yeah. know, the last people I saw raising a hand in the air like that were Nazis. Nazis. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that in any what way, shape, or form. But I'm saying, you know, like, just avoid any scenario where, and, and you're absolutely right, that, that was no fault of their own that they were put in that scenario. They were going out to dinner and just enjoying themselves and just relaxing, but... Well, if there was a nearby protest, again, avoid Right, the yeah. yeah. And you never know what's going to happen in this day. Yeah. Oh, God, I really wanted you to that See, he's he's really enjoying the kilt already. Yeah, he's you're, got a giant, you're a giant. Too. <laughs> Stand up over there. I want to get a picture. We'll post through the Facebook page. Hey, he's got his leg hanging out and everything. He's <laughs> yeah, something else. It was really, we really took a hard curveball, yeah. Well, you know. Something else. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, but back God. to back to things. Uh, first time gun owners can do. Um, as far as you, if you're if you need an ammo, um, just be vigilant online. Go to AmmoSeek, um, GunBot.net. You know those types of. Uh, A lot. I think sites. that's that's um, do your do online research. That's a big thing as a new as a new gun because like yeah, and like a lot of us seasoned gun guys, you know. We know of Ammo Seek and we know of Mid South Shooter Supply and all these places that have bulk ammo and you know we can like Ammo Seek where we can find um, places right. to buy ammo or bulk ammo or even just you know boxes of twenty boxes of fifty mm-hmm. but at a decent price and you know we know about these sources but a lot of those people don't. That, right. you know, this is their first soiree into the gun industry, and they, they don't know any of that stuff. So, um, if you're, if you know a new gun owner, or if you're related to someone who is just purchasing their first, first firearm, or you know, you know, you're friends with somebody who's purchasing their first firearm in, in this time, and, and are a little afraid, and that's why they're, they're purchasing a firearm. Help them out. Don't, you know, don't berate these people. Don't talk down to them because they don't know what the hell they're doing or what the hell they're talking about. Help these people. That is, that's a huge thing as far as a Second Amendment community that we can do to help grow our community is get these people. Don't be an asshole. Right. Get these people interested and, you know, these people are, are buying out of you know, not necessarily the best situation. So at least try and help them, try and encourage them to get training or encourage them to go to the gun range and, you know, help in any way that you can. That's going to be way more beneficial than berating these people for just purchasing at the page. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, one thing I noticed about that, uh, you guys want to talk about this uh, go ahead. That Kenosha Kyle had really attributed discipline. Well, yeah, and that's and that's like I was that's like I was saying earlier, you know, like the memes that come out of gun safety, mm-hmm. you know, and and especially especially trigger discipline. That's that's a huge thing. Is because yeah, you might not think you know you 
Oh, my finger's just hanging in there. Well, you bump your finger on a table or your, your gun on a table where your finger's even close to that thing, yeah. like index that thing along the slide or something. Cause it's, Hope it's on safe. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're shooting a Glock, they don't mm-hmm. have safety. Sam, does, do you want to segue right into the next topic here? Yeah, I wanted to touch on it. And we're, we got, we're right. We're getting close to an hour, so I just wanted to touch on this real quick. I think this actually uh, segues fairly decent. Um, uh, we were talking about avoiding these, these situations. Avoiding, um, not avoiding. I whatever. I, didn't, <laughs> I thought I said avoiding. But avoiding these situations, um, and I think that uh, he. You know, he's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that could be learned here. Um, yeah. He could have avoided the entire thing if he was just you know, but it, it happened. It is what it is. I think I think ultimately he will be he will be um, free and he will be he will be uh, not yeah. convicted of any of these things. He'll get a weapons charge. I can just about guarantee that. For what? For being a minor. He'll get. You he'll can get have a, You can have a a, 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 a minor. He didn't. He did not his uh his employer or whoever that that business he was protecting he did not cross the state line that gun was given to him by the by the business owner that he was protecting. Regardless, he was he and was a minor in possession. Of it doesn't matter. matter. A minor can be a minor can be in possession. A minor can be gifted a uh, a rifle. It's one hundred percent legal. Regardless, I think I think he will get a weapons charge. I think it'll be a misdemeanor and he'll get a weapons charge. Mm-hmm. He'll get charged for something that'll be a misdemeanor and a slap on the wrist out of this whole ordeal, but I don't think the murder charges. Really no, they definitely won't. And I disagree that I'll get a weapon charge. That's neither here. Yeah, yeah. Right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yes. But the yeah. biggest thing is we're talking about. We're talking about. We're talking about staying out of situations, um, bad situations. And, yeah. And, and not just Kyle. Like that. That shit happened to him. Um, and he defended his life. He was, he was justified in the first shooting. I think everybody, and that's pretty clear. Absolutely. And when he was running down the street, there was they were shouting after him and running after him. And hey, he just shot somebody. So then the other the other fellows that he shot were attacking him. They don't know what the is going on. They don't know that he just defended his life. All they know that oh, he shot somebody. So they go and attack him. Which first off, why in the are you attacking somebody with an AR that they said just shot somebody? Right. Like, what planet are you on that you think a skateboard trumps an AR? So, um, yeah, and there's there's a lot of talk. Like, so the whole internet is divided on this whole situation. There's a lot of people saying that, you know, the the people, the second people, the first guy, obviously, like, I haven't even heard much in terms of defense of the first gentleman that he shot. Well, I can't even call him a gentleman. The first dipshit that he shot that was chasing him down, and there was obviously a gunshot prior Ryan, to him Ryan. shooting. Yeah, he turned around after the first yes. gunshot. Um, but, but all of that, I haven't heard a lot of defense in that person's you know corner. Um, but the other two people who tracked him down later, the guy with the skateboard and the guy with the Glock, those two, the third guy too, but, yeah. but those two that he shot, yeah, the guy that he missed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guy with the, the guy with the skateboard and the guy with the Glock, I haven't heard. The only thing I have heard is, you know, they were just trying to stop an active shooter, and that very well may have been their frame, their 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 mindset. That may have been their mindset, but I 
highly doubt it. So if you look at the people that were present, if you look at the people that were present in the situation, um, it was this kid, obviously, and the people who were, you know, defending businesses. There was a lot of other people that were there and armed and defending businesses and things like that. And I think that if someone would, somebody who would have tackled him, knocked him down, tried to disarm him, or have shot him. Right, so any of the things that these people tried to do, had any of them been a concealed carry holder, I think it would have ended completely differently. And you could say, yes, this person was trying to stop an active shoot. The guy wasn't, well, not legal, but he was concealed carrying. Was like, wow. Right, right. He was, he, uh, what I'm saying is, an upstanding citizen with a concealed carry permit trying to stop bad things from happening. None of None of the people who tried to stop him were good, upstanding citizens trying to stop bad things from happening. The guy with the glass was a convicted felon, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Right. Correct. Yeah. Right. What I'm saying. What I'm saying is, the people who were trying to stop him were not good people, and they were just pieces of shit in the riot yeah. trying to stop him. Yes, and no. But you hey, can't, he just you shot somebody. We're in a. Let's not let's not devolve into that kind of thinking. They may have yes, they had a path, but that doesn't mean that they were they're absolutely horrible people. Maybe no, it they doesn't. Absolutely, it maybe doesn't, they, maybe it doesn't mean that they were absolutely somebody. horrible people. But I I truly believe that the only reason that they were down there is because they were trying to do things that were illegal in the first place. They were trying oh. to riot and loot and do bad right. things. That's the only reason they were involved in that situation. And that's the only reason they were down there. You're probably correct, but my point was that even if they were good people, even if they were good people, and you see a guy running down the street with an AR being chased by a mob, they're saying, hey, he just shot somebody. Even if it was a good person and put him down, they still would have been in the wrong. Because that was wrong. He has a right to defend his life. I don't know, and that's where you could argue. Because are they in the wrong if you're stopping someone that you believe is an active shooter? If but you have no proof. If you believe, I know, but if you... You're still in the wrong. You still were... You were still how do they have no proof? Do, do, you know do you know that the guy with the skateboard and the other guy with the pistol weren't there at the time of him shooting somebody else? You don't they know, could have been, they they could have been still working on they bad information, been, weren't they? They could have been running right alongside him the whole time. But they were still working on bad information. They were yeah. mistaken, and he was like, he was like, he was allowed to protect himself. In that environment, I would not trust anyone that said he just shot someone and chase him and get him. Yeah. No. No. There's, no, I, there's, I, there's absolutely guns everywhere. There's gunfire already happening in numerous places. Yeah. You don't know what's going on. Obviously, like we, we've had this conversation before. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. yeah. He obviously just defended his life, even if he was an active shooter just out to kill people. Yeah. Know? You don't know that, but if you're wrong, and you just shoot this you shoot this kid, obviously, like that guy with the Glock should have done. And I mean, if you were right. an active shooter, you wouldn't chase him down. He clearly had right. zero training because yeah. he was, oh shit, he didn't make up his mind whether he wanted to shoot the guy or not. By the time he did, it was too damn late. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's so much unknown there to be. It's just a shitty situation all around, and I, I don't know. There's moral, so much division. Moral of the story is stay the f*** out of it. Yep. If you don't know exactly what's going on, if you did not witness it with your own eyes, and you know for a fact that that person is an active shooter, yep. 
And the and the biggest the biggest tell to me is would an active shooter willingly submit himself to the police hands off firearm? You know. He called the police after he shot the first time. No, he, 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 no, he called his he friend. Called a friend. Oh. That's been confirmed. He called his friend and told him to shot him. Yeah. He, he, was, he shot someone, he was scared, he didn't yeah. exactly what, what, what how can you blame him for that? You just you're seventeen years old and you just shot some dude in the yeah. head. Would you not be freaking the f out? Yeah. Um everyone's like, Oh, he did the right thing. No, so in your mindset. He didn't I I was actually doing some more reading on it. He didn't actually shoot the guy in the head. He got the guy got a great No, he didn't he got yeah, he, he got, got a shot, crazy he got shot several times. He got court. shot yeah. like four times. He got like one in the hip. Couple in the chest or something, one in the arm and a great injury. Yeah. But yeah. Um but my wife made a good point to this is like as a parent and I have to think about this a little more now too. Why the hell do you let your seventeen year old Yeah, why is the seventeen year old kid there with a rifle being a minor? Yeah, what is the best decision you let go? That that to me is like that's a that's a tough situation, you know. Like as a parent, to let your let your child get themselves into that situation because he's still a kid, he's still a child. At seventeen years old, yes, I understand you can join the military at seventeen and yada yada yada. But th this isn't joining the military. This is not going to boot camp at seventeen. This is not that situation. To let your kid go with a rifle to a fucking known Maybe bad they situation. They didn't know they could be armed. Like I, I, like no, I don't like. I, I totally understand, but yeah, I, I have a question. Maybe we want to uh, continue this on a separate episode. I'm not sure, but we we keep talking about avoidance and stuff like that. But at what point? Not everyone. Can avoid this stuff. No. Otherwise, they just walk all over. So, at what point do you stop avoiding this and start fighting? When is the right time for that? Yeah. Or is there yeah, just a person? Do you just decision. leave that? Is that up to the? That's know, like gotta be up to the individual. But there's gonna be some. I mean, if it's obviously, if you don't feel a, a duty, a duty, duty, <laughs> feel a duty, just <laughs> <laughs> a duty <laughs> to go out and, and fight for this stuff, then I think yeah, probably the right answer is avoid. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's probably the, the warrior mindset, and I mean, there's some people that feel that compelled to serve the yeah, that's, and stuff like that. There's definitely there's definitely a mindset to protecting yourself, protecting others, but then there's also the mindset of I need to protect yeah. my way of life. Mm -hmm. You but know, I just don't know versus the, right the opposition. And that's yeah, that's that's a difficult thing because at what point does it become a civil war of mindsets, you know, of of uh we need to, the whole Black Lives Matter movement and unjustified police shootings and defund the police versus this, you know, there's some, a lot of other opposing mindsets to it as far as I will not comply, the Second Amendment, all that stuff. And blue lives matter and all lives matter and all this other bullshit. There's a huge, uh, you know, 
like a complete 180 degree mindset of yeah yeah and i think that's something that's a whole nother shoot we can do another three four episodes just on that all right but i'm uh, but i think to answer your question quickly boxes i think it's it's not so much legal action at that point you know what i mean like i don't think it's determining what's legal what's illegal i think it's no, determining i'm, I'm think it's i'm uh, right but i'm saying i think it's determined in your brain what you think is right and what you think is wrong and how far you're willing to take that i think is where that stops and it'd be one of those starts and stops be one of those things you have to go back in time to figure out Speaking of back in time, oh, no, final, final, final. <laughs> <laughs> I just know now it's good. Now I'm gonna forget it. I think it's one of those things that you can't go into it expecting not to die. You, if it's you yeah, make the decision, absolutely. you go in there expecting to lose your life, and if yeah. you're not willing to lose your life, no boy. Yes, absolutely. But I, I think about. yeah, I think yeah, if you're not willing to die for that cause. Don't go into that situation. Yeah, that valid point, and I think we should we can save the rest of this conversation because it's a whole other. Oh I yeah, we we'll save can, this for another podcast yeah. and move right along with what we got going on here. Um, Tony, uh, did you have? Okay. Uh, Take a look. It's in a book. Time traveling with two. With two. With two. Oh no! Today, what did I stop recording? Yeah, I know.